Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis present. We've twice. Have we done it twice? Where we've recorded whole podcasts and once, once, once that it was, but it was gross. But it was also a podcast where we ate sushi oh, on God. mic. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a lot of neither of us like food mouth. noises oh, no. so, it was so good there's you, like a fear like a chewing phobia uh, that's real I pronounce it misophony yeah, yeah I right. have right. it okay no, mm-hmm. okay and I already know that you're thinking oh yeah you don't like gross sounds that is not what it's like <laughs> it is yeah. like when I hear mouth sounds mm-hmm. and there needs to be there's there it needs to be like in a certain circumstance like there are times where I can totally handle it you know mm-hmm um, but there are other times where it's not like, it's totally irrational. I'm out of control. I feel like total rage. Yeah. I, and it's, and I have to like remove myself. I mean, I remember growing up leaving holiday tables because I, oh, and again, it's not like, oh, you put me off my food. Oh, it's no. like, I want to kill you. It's yeah. It, it induces rage. That's, it's like an anger response. It's intense. <laughs> And it, you know what, know. actually, it really, sorry. <laughs> no. It came up this summer, and it was really sad. I mean, it really sucked, because we had house guests who are just lovely people, but, like, make some smacking noises mm. when they eat. Mm-hmm. And it was really hard for me, and I got to the point where I had our neighbor, <laughs> fuck, this was so bad, <laughs> our neighbor, we're all sitting in the kitchen, our neighbor knocks on the door. They're like, hey, we got all these peaches. Do you guys want a bag of peaches? And I'm sitting no. there like, fuck, oh my God. <laughs> uh, and I had to just tell them that I have this. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, kind of. Maybe it's embar- it should be embarrassing across the board. Yeah, but- you, could feel, you can feel half embarrassed. If it's a situation, you can feel half embarrassed for, sorry, I have this thing. But you, the other person... Should feel embarrassed because you're making so much noise while you're eating. I mean, here's the thing. I, I can't, I'm not going to say I, I agree or don't agree with that. Yeah. Because it's so hard to have this affliction and convince people that like, because what's worse is then feeling like your friend feels self-conscious eating around you. Yes, that's worse. Do you but, know what I mean? Like that sucks. Yeah. Like when oh. I catch, occasionally Carly will like cover her mouth. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, being married to me must suck. Yeah. A little bit. Thinking that I might. Being married is just a compromise. It is. That is true. Putting two people in the same room for years is going to be impossible. So I'm amazed when it works out. Yeah. In any way. Well, I will pull away from the mic if I drink water because, according to my wife, I'm a really loud gulper. Oh, Oh. no. We like that on the podcast. Does your wife have uh, misophony? I don't think so. She just doesn't like it when I swallow. Okay. <laughs> uh, this, this thing that I do all the time while I'm eating, drinking. Uh, sorry, right. you don't like that. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, the opposite side of that is the ASMR thing. Because mm. we've learned mm-hmm. a little bit about that. Where people get off on it. Well, see, again, it's not always sexual. I don't want to I don't want to define it as that. But it is. I don't think people I don't think everyone is definitely that way, but that's the other side of it is this like joy, elation that comes out of hearing I won't do it. I hate I, I don't like it. I don't like it when we do the impressions of the ASMR thing. Because somebody out there is like, oh, oh, click off. But 
I mean, the SM, like it's really it's, it's so strange. Yeah, it it's is strange. strange. I have wait, I have more to say about this. I'm just gonna say <laughs> yeah. we're sitting we're sitting here with Velvet or Wells, and I want to talk to you more about your whole story. Cool. But I want everyone to know that Mel is is the other voice that they're Hi. hearing. Oh yeah, thanks. And but we're on to something. Here. Oh, we're good. Yeah. I have another question about this. Uh-huh. So that what is it? ASMR. And Mel, you're from Portland, so you're probably a little more up to date on weird. Uh, I would sex say stuff. from Portland, but you I spent are most eleven recently. years there. Yes, That's, I mean, you got Portland running through your veins. In oh some way. God, <laughs> infusion of Portland. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but okay. So in, in Portland, they do all kinds of weird sex stuff. Everyone oh, knows that. Lord. It's, yeah. the, it's the capital of of hipster. Right, <laughs> the, but it's the like hipster sutra. It's like living in a nudist colony, though. Like after a while, like everything yeah. is so sexy, sexy, sexy that you just get immune to it. You're There's like, oh, sexy. another naked person on a bike, more balls. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> more balls, more balls, more balls, balls. <laughs> uh, but the so the AS, what is it? ASMR. What does it stand for? I don't know. I don't remember. Is it French? No, I don't think it's RSVP or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I would like it to be. Hold on. You, uh, go ahead. I'll I'll uh, bring up the wiki. So I I do I think that there is because from what I've seen, it seems like it's always men listening. Mm, sure, maybe. No, well, like, is that how, not true? How often are you? How how do one you... time? One time I clicked on a thing that was like this. This noise does something. To, you know. Okay. Well, like a... I will totally out my wife. She listens to ASMR. <laughs> yes! We're going to bed at night. Oh, yes. right. Uh, Get her on the wait, phone right whoa, now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like that. It's like calming. There's yeah. something relaxing about see, it. What version I think there probably are it? sexy ones. I don't know. Yeah, I just I like... See, it's all about the... This is literally... Uh, this is literally what I think of. But it's mm-hmm. the... Uh, autonomous sensory uh, meridian response. It is an experience characterized by a static-like or tingling sensation on the skin that typically begins oh. on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. It has been compared with auditory tactile... Uh, I don't <laughs> want to do that word. It may overlap with some other thing. Anyway, the uh, the idea is that okay. it, that whispering sound gives you... You feel it. That thing, yeah. Yeah, the tingle. tingle. So, obviously, huh. yes, Jamie, you are half correct. Somebody is obviously using Depends that. on where you tingle. Somebody's, yeah, somebody's, somebody's, somebody's getting it to go from the head to the crotch. Okay. But, and on the other side of it is people that are, uh, it's just like a, because I can listen to it and get that feeling. Yeah. But there's a point, like, five minutes in where I am uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, it's mm-hmm. too much. It's like uh, bright lights and strobe lights to me. Mm. Like, ah, eh, Like the on. opposite of a float tank. Yeah. <laughs> Have you done one of those? No, I really want to. Oh. There's one in Missoula now. Yeah, we yeah. Only, we, is it still open? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. You I guys really, should podcast from a float tank. So we relaxed. can't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, we can't, yeah. Because it's oh. the whole sensory thing, too. Oh, it's yeah. like Daredevil's okay. bed. <laughs> that would freak me out. I think I just like start feeling like I was falling. Like, constantly be, like, jerking. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think it freaks me out, too, because it, I feel like... I mean, it's just absolute no yeah. uh, sensation. Yeah, it's so pretty, it's just you uh, and your brain. Yeah, man. brain in a jar. I don't know, man. I don't know if I. I, I don't know if I need that kind of time alone. Yeah. <laughs> and the minimum is. I feel like the minimum is like twenty minutes. I feel like I want to go in for three minutes. I want to go in for like a, a couple hours. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> it drive you crazy. Wait, the ASMR thing though. 
so you so she listens to this every night i i you, most nights yeah it's relaxing like, to her i guess i don't know i read and she puts on her headphones okay so you're not hearing it also no when no. you listen to it do you do you tingle i've never heard it i've never done it i think headphones are required yeah. To get the oh, yeah, to yeah. Get the, thing. the texture, yeah, probably <laughs> the texture. Oh God, getting close to we're getting close to like no no words. Yeah, texture. Oh, because I feel like when we go sound. when you go down this road, it just goes there instantly. <laughs> yeah. Are there no no words on this podcast? By the way, what's that? Are there no no words on this? Yeah, podcast? you can swear. And, uh, I'm trying to not swear. Oh, that, yeah, not oh, the no, M word. Not the seven dirty words. <laughs> yes. Okay, so we don't use the word moist. <laughs> Try not to say the word orgasm too much. <laughs> But you, but, only, you only say yummy twice. Oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that word. Okay. See, that's my, that's no my problem. eating with, uh, somebody eating with their mouth open is somebody who describes food as yummy. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that must not be that good. I, um, <laughs> I, I, I get it. I totally get it, but I also say yeah, that word. Well, I think you're looking for the reaction. Sometimes I'm not sure. <laughs> I also say okie dokie. Oh, I say that all the time. <laughs> I text okie dokie all the time. <laughs> and I spell it many different ways. I mean, yeah. That I was my e, first I question. I e. Yeah. I e I e e e e. Doesn't matter. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Mel. <laughs> yes. Mel Brittner Wells, our expert on ASMR. Oh, our, oh Lord. <laughs> and misophony. Yeah. Um, totally. Welcome to Missoula. You just moved here from Portland. Yes, I did. Um, there's like all this stuff. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna give people sort of the snapshot. Sure. Of what I know about you now, and then maybe you could take us up to that point. Sure. Okay. So, Mel, you just moved here with your wife, Ashley, uh-huh. who went to college with my wife, Carly, and that's how we know each other. Yeah. Um, which is fortunate because you're so cool and interesting, <laughs> which I just am learning about. Uh, you own, you started and now own a swimwear company uh-huh. called Beefcake. Yep. Is it Beefcake Swimwear? Yes, it's How do people swimwear. find you on the... Uh, Google. But if you, <laughs> it's beefcakeswimwear.com. Beefcake, okay. Don't just type in beefcake because yeah, you'll just pull up a lot of Wieners. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Muscular men. <laughs> Muscular. Yeah, men. Big, yeah. Big men. Oh, my mother-in-law did that. She was like, "I just googled beefcake." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm oh. not that famous yet. I was like, "Oh, you're welcome." Mm-hmm. Um, Two hours later, whoops. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but tell us about how you came up with this idea. I mean, the swimsuits are are. I, the only way I can describe them is that they're like old fashioned kind of, right? Yeah, totally. They're 1920s one pieces. 20s. Yep. Oh, they're so cool. And they're just so cool looking. Oh, thank and you. And they seem far more functional oh. than typical swimsuits. Very, yeah. Um, but can you just tell us how you came up with this idea and how yeah. you did it? Uh, so, my really good friend and roommate um, wanted a 1920s swimsuit. And I grew up Mormon, and so I can like sew and cook and bake and all those embarrassing things. So, I was like, oh, I'll just sew you one on my sewing machine, like a nerd. And then I tried it, and it was horrible. I just wanted to throw my swim, like, sewing machine out the window. Um, but a bunch of other people were like, oh my God, I want one of those too. That sounds really cool. Yeah. And so I was like, well, let's see if it's a viable business idea and try to find a manufacturer because I didn't want to sew. Um, and I looked out because in Portland there's like Nike and Columbia and all these active wear places. So I found a manufacturer that was in town that could um, print the swimwear onto fabric. It kind of looks like paper dolls clothing and then they cut them and sew them all in the same shop that had no minimums oh, and whoa, so cool. awesome 
Yeah, so they were a perfect fit. And I was like, well, let's just do a Kickstarter to see if this thing is viable. And we tried to raise $10,000. We raised $34,000. Yes. <laughs> uh, I like it when it works. Wow. I like it when it works out. <laughs> it really works. Um, and it just took off. And it was Was funny. that scary? Were you watching it? I mean, and like, oh, I guess I'm doing this now. Well, like secretly I was hoping we <laughs> yeah. would go way beyond that. I would set it really, really low. Like the minimum viable amount. Got it that I'm not going to lose my shirt was 10 grand. Got it. Um, and so it took off and that was awesome. The biggest surprise for me though, is like, I was thinking, I was like, Oh, I'm going to make swimsuits for this really small market of like kind of masculine of center queer women. And then everybody liked it. Like I was getting dudes, straight dudes, gay dudes, um, women of all ages, older women love it. There's like the grandma contingency that is adorable and sends me actual, photos of themselves in the swimsuit with like handwriting oh they like make me cry um but that that's like the coolest part is there's so many people who don't like freely feminine swimwear and want something with a little more coverage than like board shorts and a tank top so it works yeah it was it's been awesome it's kind of crazy so you're in your you just finished your first full first full year of being on sale to the public awesome yeah and it, so online is where to get them now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretend, pretend you're on Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm just joking. So <laughs> let's talk about your Everybody's, gross. Oh my god. Everybody's always like, go on Shark Tank. I'm like, I'm terrified of that kind of attention because my manufacturer maxes out at like 200 suits a month. So. Well, I, but that's why you need a shark. <laughs> that's why you need Mr. Wonderful. That's why you need a shark. Oh god. Uh, as, no, don't do that. Don't don't do that. Just grow like a normal business grows. Oh, it's so I weird. It's like growing I, slow. Yeah, I know. It's, it's the way just, it should be. Just do it and, and, and have it be proven. You also don't yeah. have to grow forever. Yeah. That's yeah, the other yeah. thing. Shark Tank is a weird like zero to sixty and yeah. then keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, McDonald's Happy Meals are putting beefcake swimsuits into the <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, oh no. No, don't well, do that. I, I want to keep the the uh, manufacturing domestic, and that was so hard to find a domestic yeah. manufacturer. They just nobody manufactures in the U.S. Everybody ships it over to yeah. other countries. And to not have to have a twenty thousand minimum or whatever. Oh God, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. That was I could. There were a few places in L.A. that had like a thousand minimum, and that's like a little over what we've sold this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unnecessary for now, and that's yeah. that's okay. That's, that's yeah. so much better. Mm-hmm. I think so. Like this, it used to be businesses like you gave yourself five years. Yeah. Like oh, five years to break even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This whole thing about like breaking even in your first year. So oh, that's horseshit. But so. we did. We oh, like yes. Yeah. So yeah. you broke even in your first year. Oh yeah, we made it. I've paid taxes already. <laughs> no way. Oh, awesome. <laughs> How cool is that? You have okay. So Mel has. You guys will know this after you listen to this episode. You have a, this energy about you that's like. So they. You guys just moved to Missoula. Yeah. Travis and I talk mostly about uh, how Missoula is so unaffordable now and is changing yeah. so much. Sure. Right. I mean, well, housing wise. I know you are it's, my it, landlord, and it is unaffordable. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's not <laughs> oh, Rogers Property Management. Yeah, you have no idea. You have no idea how bad it could get. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. Please, I will edit this out. <laughs> um, but yesterday, you guys were talking. And you were like, "Yeah, we just like found a house, and it's like cheap, and it's great, oh, in an awesome well, neighborhood." 
And yeah. Ashley like got a job in oh a God. week. And That's because she's a fucking rock star. She's a rock star, she's and she's awesome. working for the Girl Scouts of America, which is wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. But let's not talk about that anymore. So we can her <laughs> her position in oh yeah. Okay. She can come tell you guys about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's good. <laughs> and then you start a business, and it's just like. Yeah, I don't know. We're profitable. Like, it totally works. I mean, it's You like, seem to have a healthy relationship with it. Yeah. It's it, it's like our success is like the iceberg uh, thing where like the tip. tip is like success and underneath is like so much work. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. People are always like, how did you do a successful Kickstarter? I'm like, I prototyped and researched for a year and a half before we launched before you even the launched Kickstarter. It. Yeah. And I'm still learning. We still had to like switch fabrics in the middle of our first year. Um, just cause we needed better coverage and like better chlorine resistance. And yeah, I learned way more about clothing than I ever wanted to know. <laughs> She's saying if you're like smart and hard, work hard, you uh, can also have a successful like small business. Like 10% smart and 90% like <laughs> working all the time. Your ass off. Oh yeah. And fucking yeah. up. Uh, yeah. Like the, I really admire the, um, founder of Wild Fang, which is this like very femme positive, um, but still masculine of center clothing company in Portland and the owner, she would like, um, sharpen her teeth at Nike, I guess. And, uh, then started this whole company and she's doing fabulous stuff, but her whole thing is like, just mess up and mess up fast. Cause the faster you get your mistakes yeah. behind you, the faster you'll improve. So that's you, the biggest, I mean, I feel like that's maybe the most important thing yeah. to like embrace when you are starting a business is like, you're not going to know not everything. if, yeah. And yeah. you're just, you know, when 30 years down the road, you imagine yourself as like a real pro, like you're a pro because you fucked up. So mm-hmm. like, you actually know how to do it. Yeah. It sucks. I get yeah. bored when I'm a pro. Yeah. But like, it's exciting to always be learning. Like, sure. finding out new things and like figuring things out was actually like really, really exciting. Like meeting with the Italian rep in Portland because he was in town to meet with Nike and just happened to like meet with our manufacturer even though we were so tiny yeah because he was in town anyway that's awesome really great um portland's probably a wonderful place to start a business like that yeah which i didn't think about when i was doing it um for activewear yes it's great but montana i was doing some research here and you guys have well we yeah we (laughs) (laughs) uh have the highest success rate in the nation of businesses or like the highest number of folks who identify as business owners as their primary job oh is the montana's number one in the country really yeah well we were all three of us at the maid fair yesterday and that would seem to be the case (laughs) (laughs) okay made fair made fair that's so interesting wait real quick do you think do you feel like is that like a a real do you think i think we're out in the middle it's so interesting i think it's interesting i think we're out in the middle of nowhere still yeah. So there's a more do it yourself, more do it vibe. yourself, and people still like to go down the street to get something for the most part. And, I think, and yeah. maybe I also I, I don't, but I'm I'm a hermit, so I, I don't. I'm, I'm poor at like the uh, home. Sh- I love the home shopping thing. I love the you like you I, like supporting evil. Corporations. I won't say that we won't say the name mm. of Jeez the uh, the river. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't do it. I go to Nile.com, uh, Suezcanal.com. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I think I think people still need that, and there's enough like uh, there's enough market for that because the, and people love handmade goods. Totally. Because yeah. I will say, <laughs> Made Fair. Oh, mama! 
it's so awesome. Yeah. 100% amazing. And I love that they fill all those rooms with cool shit. Mm-hmm. Tons of cool shit. Lots of cool shit. But yeah. personally, I cannot <laughs> shop that way. I cannot, yeah. I, like, even, I couldn't keep it straight of what I was like, what am I, I there's things I need mm. that I know are mm-hmm. in this gym. Yeah. But I can't move. <laughs> I can't. I'm frozen. Totally stressed. And even when I saw you guys, when I saw the friendly face, that was like, when I was most. Oh, this is my best friend. Oh, hi. Okay, uh, I gotta move on. You're here. We're like we're like having this conversation in the middle pushed. of this aisle. We gotta. I don't know what I can do. I can feel that, and I'm and I'm uh, without using a, with without a, uh, what's a, without exaggeration. I'm babysitting Bridget through this. Mm-hmm. She has to be there to shop. Yeah. So I am emotional support. That's why I went. <laughs> Did she do some That's shopping. That's why I went. She didn't buy a goddamn thing. Really? <clears throat> she didn't so, buy anything. So I'm there. We're 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 holding each other up through mm-hmm. this thing. We're like, oh, look at that bag. I really like that bag. Yeah. But I. Uh, I'll look them up on the internet later. Yeah. Go. Which I think is a big Probably part of it. Mm-hmm. The business card thing was huge because mm-hmm. I was grabbing those. That was the only yeah, thing same. that was like, I swear to God, I'll look you up later. But this old woman is touching me. Or <laughs> or so many strollers. Yeah. I have oh, to go. God. Which again, I, I, I can't be mad about a stroller, but I I don't I can choose not to be near it. Yeah. I gotta go. But you can't choose you not just to be near me, it there. Like the thing when you you know, and the shopping cart hits you in the heel. Oh. The constant. stroller in the heel is like, Hey, I, I know I know you created that kid. <laughs> I know it's hard. Yeah. I know it's everything. But that really hurt. Oh, see, that's just my rage response. I'm like, straight up, someone's chewing in my ear. Yeah. I'm going to stab you. Yeah. You yeah. just hit me with a No reason to touch me. Also, the, like, <laughs> there's no reason to ever do the thing where you're saying goodbye and you back up. Oh, God. Like, you can't do that yeah. in yeah, that no. setting. Because I'm yeah. like, hey, hi. See, oh. it's funny, though, because coming from Portland, there's like the night market there, which is essentially the same thing. I don't know, because I never got in because the line was two hours long. Oh, my God. Just to get what? in. Is it every night? No, it's like, I, I don't know. Thing? It's a once in a while thing in the Portland winter. I don't know. Oh. Again, like I tried to go once and then was like, I don't really care when you do this. I'm never coming back. Wow. Yeah, that's too much. Oh, oh that's yeah. Brutal. So when people are like, oh, Missoula's the next Portland, I'm like, oh, no, nope, no, don't, no, please, no, 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 no. <laughs> It's not possible for it to be the next Portland. There's That's there's fine. there's too many people that get frozen out, and uh, and you know if you move out to the snow belt, which like I just got actually we're sitting here and I just got a text message from my neighbor asking if I want a sauna later. Oh, oh sweet, amazing! But no, because of because of the weather, yeah. that'll that'll always freeze people out. Well, it is it is kind of isolated. Like I yeah. grew up in southeastern Idaho in Pocatello, and growing up, it felt so isolated. But this was like email was barely starting. I graduated mm-hmm. in 2000. And so my biggest fear coming back is I was like, oh, I'm going to feel like I'm in the mountains and the rest of the world is everywhere else. Yeah. And I just don't matter. Then I was like, oh, wait, no, I still have my Instagram. I still have my email. I still have, sorry, Facebook. But, you know, I still have like, all my connections with people and the world. I can still order fabric from Italy, ship it to my yeah. manufacturer in Portland, and then they ship me the suits. Yeah. Yeah. And I get to live in this beautiful apartment that is like half of what we paid in Portland. Yeah. His Portland rent is stupid right now. Oh, I'm sure. But again, like I also empathize with folks here who are like, oh, rent here is stupid compared to what it used to be. Like, yeah. No, that's that's must be that's also part of the like uh, this the cottage industry. I almost said cabbage industry for no reason. (laughs) The cabbage industry of Missoula. The cottage industry thing is also that lack of like the the 
I'm not say the supposed lack of jobs, but the lack of what people want to do. Um, They'll create yeah. what they want to do. Totally. Yeah. And, and, and as Made Fair showed, man, there are thousands of people in here looking for handmade stuff. So it exists. And I, yeah. I thought I'd recognize more people. I didn't rec- I recognized 10 people. Really? Oh, yeah. Which I didn't really, really recognize yeah. that many people either. So and it's like the holiday shopping thing. <laughs> by the way, by the way, we went to Made Fair. Then the mall. Ooh. Oh yeah. Then whammy. Target. What? Oh. Yeah. What is wrong with you? We had a fantastic day, <laughs> and I think we spent twenty bucks the whole day. Oh. We didn't find anything. So I don't Target. <laughs> ugh, but, um, oh, Target. Target felt the most comfortable uh, of all of it. It was it was brutal, but it felt like okay. I know where everything is. Yeah. I know. Mm. I just I just want to get toothpaste really quick. <laughs> oh, let's get let's go look at cards. I don't want to look at cards. I bought some cards as a main fair. That's nice. a good safe purchase. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, have you been to our mall yet, Mel? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've visited Missoula several times because okay. my wife's family is so here. So you've already been to the mall. Uh, you've already been to Southgate yes. Mall. Oh, what a wonderful yeah. hole in the ground that is. Uh, Still, I like it better than the mall in my hometown. Like, oh yeah, Pocatello? Oh my God, Pocatello. Okay, Yikes. let's talk about. Sorry. You grew up in Pocatello. Yeah, yeah. Poca Hell Hole. So yes. how do you go from you there to, to <laughs> being the owner of Beefcake Swimwear? <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, uh, well, in my case, you grow up super Mormon and nerdy, so you like have a very DIY attitude. Like towards how life. Mormon? Uh, you so Mormon that you you were taught to can. Oh sew. yeah, I'm a fifth yeah. generation. My great 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 grandfather was a polygamist. He was um, like an OG Mormon. Oh yeah, yeah, both sides. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, and like you my... have the complexion of a Mormon. Oh God, I did my. Um... <laughs> 23 and me history. Oh, yes. Like, so my wife is strongly Puerto Rican, and her map, like, the whole world was lit up. Yeah. I mean, she's got everything. My map was like. Pocatello. <laughs> Seriously. I was like, Utah. did we all marry our cousins oh for 400 God. years? No, really? I'm really lucky I only have, like, five toes on each foot. Like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. We just, we just sent ours in. We're excited. Yeah, it's it is kind of cool. It's yeah. weird. I mean, technically we all came from Africa, but whatever. Uh, so I went on a mission to Belgium. Is how Mormon I was. Oh, you! Uh, wow. I graduated Mormon for a while. Yeah, I graduated from BYU. I didn't drink until I was twenty five. Like, oh my god! You went yeah, to super Mormon. Oh, super super. Ding Mormon. dong! Hello. Yeah. Oh, oh, I can't. <laughs> my wife was out canvassing for the midterms, oh. and I was like, I can't knock on strangers' doors because I have a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! No, it's a trigger, right? Oh my god! Oh. So, so where was your mission? Belgium. Belgium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I did White it. People. It sucked, but oh no, everyone hated us. It was 2003. We just invaded Iraq. People were like oh, Americans. No. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super successful. But I was extra bad because they would like ask me really hard questions or just you know bring up doctrinal issues, and I'm like, oh I don't know, I'll look into that, or like, oh you have a point. Oh <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. So when you were on your mission, were you were you still drinking the Kool Aid? Were you oh, like yeah. you were into it? I was there because I knew I was a shitty Mormon. Yeah. Like I and just. I liked swearing. I like was kind of weirdly tomboyish. Like I just I wasn't good at it. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, if I just go on a mission, I don't know anybody who's gone on a mission and then left the church. I'll be safe. 
Yeah. At, um, no. Oh. So you you wanted to like save yourself by going I was to trying. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, which is funny. So I did this, I have this project online that's like illustrations and like little stories about being Mormon and it's called My Underwear Will Save Me. Because uh-huh. um, uh-huh. yes, it magic. didn't. Um, yeah. So yeah, and that's, I, I worked. It's called I My know. Underwear Will Save Me? Yeah. Wow, it's awesome. <laughs> awesome. It's technically it's a memoir that I wrote and finished and like I'm gonna send out into the world That's and amazing. figure out somehow. But <laughs> I love yeah. that. Very, very Mormon for a long time. And then like had all these crushes on my mission companions. Um and I'd always kinda had crushes on women, but these were like intense. Like this was the first time I actually found myself like wanting to kiss another woman. And yeah. I was like, Oh, oh, I'm Satan. <laughs> you know? uh-huh. <laughs> Which yeah. is thought I was so bad. Came back to BYU and was driving home one day and saw a billboard for postmormon.org and logged on. And it was all these stories of people who had left the church and like survived, like had lives and were happy and were fine. And those stories let me know that I could leave and that I would be okay. A, so, literally a, a billboard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It worked. That's amazing. Right. I know. Like I contributed to their ad of campaign course, later to like put up yes. more billboards. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. So was it like, uh, were you, I mean, do you literally remember like logging on and oh, looking yeah. at the site and was it like a, a light bulb situation where you're like, whoa. Yeah. It was, I stayed up. I was at work actually, cause I read it on my way to work, which I worked at, um, BYU's independent study office, like editing, um, online courses. So I'm like sitting there with like my headphones in and I like log in, like making sure no <laughs> one can see me. Right. Yeah. And I like get to it. Cause I kind of knew what it was, but I kind of didn't. And then I realized what it was immediately logged out, told my supervisor I was sick, went home and like stayed up all night and read. Oh and by God. morning it was done. It was like, it was all over. You decided. I was out. It was yeah, you had to. bullshit. And, <laughs> wow. Okay. So I imagine, I mean, what did that feel like though? Cause I imagine I imagine the revelation is probably like you're on cloud nine. You feel fucking like the whole world. I was mad. Okay. (laughs) Well, and then there's also the prospect of it's not like you can just like not punch in the next morning. No, no. I had like another, about another year of school left. And I had actually, so to back up, I came back from my mission and I had um, had a relationship with my roommate at BYU. We had like a secret lesbian relationship. Oh my God. Where I would like teach Sunday school on Sundays and then go home and beg my roommates. (laughs) Holy shit. But I, I just divided my life in half where I was like, Oh, this is the like sinful part of me that I will overcome someday. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm really trying hard to be righteous. So the, the moment was like, and I had broken up with her and it was horrible and painful. And so I was mostly just mad. I was like, I gave up so much of my life and my money. I paid tithing 10% of everything I made up until I was 25. I just recently realized that that is a fact. Oh, it's a thing. That is nutty. But I'm very like, in or out and so i was just angry and out but i had to fake it for about another year which was no problem by then i'd already like led a double life before so i can do this yeah but then i graduated and immediately moved to portland (laughs) yes oh that's when you moved to portland (laughs) yeah i went there for graduate school so that was like a a culture oh my god (laughs) yeah holy shit that was zero to 60 so what was i mean what was the process of i mean how did your family respond I just kind of left. I didn't really talk about it. Yeah. And they just sort of gathered that I had left yeah. when I like started posting pictures in a tank top. You say left, <laughs> meaning left more, more yeah. Mormonism. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I mean, they I, knew you left Utah. Right. Right. They knew <laughs> yeah. I graduated yeah. and was going to Portland. And it was yeah. really funny because my dad, that I, he like stopped speaking to me like nine years ago now. My parents are divorced. So my mom is still great. 
and my family, a bunch of my family came to our wedding, which was awesome. Awesome. My dad, of course, was like, Portland, isn't that where all the lesbians are? <laughs> I'm like, ding. Uh, <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> no. Lesbians. What are those? <laughs> oh, wow. So is your mom still in the church? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, well, goddamn. Yeah. So, what is the? I mean, not not. We can we can stay surface level. What um, is the? Um, what is the process like for you, like psychologically? Oh, I went to a lot of therapy. That's yeah, like, yeah. I would, I would assume. Oh God, yes. Because you're yeah. you're erasing, not erasing, but you have to kind of reconstruct your whole world. Yeah, you. you have to relearn. Everything shattered for me. Like wow. the idea of what would happen after we died. The idea, like why I was here, who I, don't I get was. A Right? Wow. Fuck. No I planet. <laughs> but also, I don't have to be married. To, so Mormonism is always like, oh, there's no polygamy. There's no polygamy. But if somebody mm. dies, then um, like if somebody's wife dies, the dude can marry another woman and he'll have both wives after we die. Like it was kind of like known that you, everybody would just be polygamous in the afterlife yeah. because women are more oh. righteous than men. So there'd be more women in heaven. Yeah. Right? I mean, Bullshit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Leaving was not that bad. I got to like drink coffee. I got to wear tank tops. Yeah, yeah. I got to not wear like Jesus jammies anymore. The thing that's fucking <laughs> Jesus jammies. What are oh, you mean? Like the white the the garments. The garments. Yeah. I hated them. Of course, I, I would assume that it's the worst. Yeah, yeah. Are they like made out of burlap? <laughs> you know, burlap <laughs> might have been more comfortable. No, there's like there's a couple different materials. There's like but a are they just like mesh? And, no, they're like shorts and like a t-shirt. Oh, so, and then oh. and then you put your clothes over it. But yeah. like the weirdest thing is for women, you like put your bra over them. Oh, which my like God. doesn't you have to. Yeah, and it doesn't really work. Uh, mm. And you would have to put a bra on. Yeah. What? I can't free crazy. boob. No, I, you have to wear a bra. Uh, <laughs> are they like? Are they like? Uh, kosher rides or like are they like blaster like or can you just get like I a think so you have to buy t-shirt. them like at a temple store right? oh, i mean i don't know because I, I always lived in mormonville so we, we just i used to have a copy temple. of the catalog oh yeah because i spent i grew up i grew up uh, with a lot of mormon friends in okay. Helena, mm-hmm. and uh, it was always really interesting like <laughs> wait you can't what yeah wait it's, but it's Sunday. It's still the weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, never mind. Mm-hmm. But I went to church this morning. It was easy. It was so late. It was we, only an hour. I know. It was only like an hour. And, <laughs> and we had we have drums and guitars at our church. It's oh, sweet. So <laughs> but jealous. then, uh, well, because I had a similar thing leaving my church. Mm-hmm. But leaving my church, they were so liberal as it was that leaving my church was, oh, okay. Have a good time, Trav. Aww. Like it wasn't the thing. You know? Yeah. yeah you know, it, it was more guilt of like, oh, you guys are so nice though. Yeah. <laughs> It's Crazy. hard. It's I hard still leaving anything. With those people. That's but good. Uh, uh, I, I had a, I had a badge. Mm-hmm. I had the, the missionary badge from my friend who dropped mm-hmm. out. He said, "Here, you can have this." Like, <laughs> this is gold. This is theology gold. You can't get these. <laughs> it was a Halloween costume for years. Oh yeah. And uh, but the little catalog, the catalog was amazing because of <clears throat> it's. There's essentially four items in it, oh, but yeah. it's a hundred pages. Of these same four items. And I thought it was just, that's what <laughs> so struck weird. me. That was the first thing that made me look at them like, mm-hmm. what are you guys doing? Yeah. You guys are wearing like, like minion 
Oh, like God. uniforms. Everything was weird. Kind of cool until the temple. The temple freaked me out. Oh, see, I don't know yeah. anything the about temple. that. That's yeah. You like learn secret handshakes and passwords oh, to get into heaven. Like oh, no yeah. way. <laughs> passwords? Yeah, that's what I call them. Are you? Can you? Can you? T- can you? What was the pin number? This? Was the pin number one two three four? Oh my God. Well, no. You also get a Quirty. secret name. You get a new name. And mine was Rhoda, and I was like, "What is this Rhoda card?" With an H. Yeah. R H O D A did not like mm. Rhoda. Two out of ten. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, two that's out of ten. So bizarre. I didn't know about this. Oh, well, who does? What, don't what kind of like, like just like are they like speaking in tongue words? No. Or is no. it like it's like the sun or like there, one is really long. I can't remember. But you can also just look everything up on the internet. Okay. Um, I think I kind of blocked so we everything can get out in therapy. passwords. Yeah. Uh, the thing that's so mind-boggling about this, and mm-hmm. I guess I understood this on some level, but that, you know, so what, 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 how old were you when you saw the billboard? 24. You're 24. Yeah. You're a grown-ass woman. Yeah. You're smart, obviously. Kind of. You're smart. <laughs> Book smarts. <laughs> and. Well, being, being, being sequestered. And isolated it, is not a matter of smarts or not. But that's the thing is, like, you're, you're 24. You're living near a very large modern city mm-hmm. in Salt Lake. You've spent time in Europe. <laughs> and still, that community that they have in Utah is so fucking... Intense. Intense mm-hmm. and claustrophobic that, mm-hmm. like... And blinding that, like, you had never, like, really thought about, what if this shit isn't real? No, it was, it's really, like, my my best friend Randy that I'd known since junior high, at one point she's like, you never researched the church outside of what the church told you? Because yeah. she knows I read everything. Like, she would hide her magazines when I came over because I just get lost. And she's like, you really never did. And I was like, well, no, they told us not to. So yeah. I didn't. Yes. Like, my my dad's side of the family is super intellectual. Like, my grandfa- grandfather was a um, finance professor at ISU. Like, they were Democrats up until, like, kind of recently, like... It was never, I always felt like I could be book smart and intellectually smart and like in the world. But it, once I started leaving, I was like, oh, there's been this like weird glass barrier the whole time where I could see other people, but it didn't seem real. Yeah. I don't know. I, I still like, I have yet to find a good metaphor for what leaving felt like. Like Pleasantville is kind of the closest I can get is everything turned color. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, like it just, everything was richer and more colorful and scarier, but cooler, but, you know, like... Ev- yeah, I'm trying to imagine what the feeling, you know, like when you move to a new place, even if you just get a new roommate, yeah. there's that honeymoon period where just everything oh my feels God. like a little amplified and fun and just yeah. like cooking, having dinner is fun and shit. And for you moving to Portland, I oh mean, my God. that honeymoon phase must have been insane. It was so fun. Was it, was it, was it, was it, was it more fun than terrifying? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Like, I mean, I still had like crying jacks and whatever because, you know, you lose, I thought I was going to lose all my family. I didn't, thank God. It just took some years to like rebuild that but like i was like drinking coffee drinking beer riding bikes naked like (laughs) i just went in full throttle into like the portland lifestyle and it was so fun because it's a city where that encourages adults to kind of act like children like there's still the like soapbox derby there's still i mean you can just be like really irresponsible all the time and it's fine yeah and used to be able to like i lived in a house like a big punk queer house and paid like 275 for a bedroom and work part-time at a law office and like just live my life and it was great and there were so many like artists and writers and the energy there was so fun and so cool and then 
I fell out of love because everybody got priced out. Like the New York Times started picking up on Portland in like, I don't know, 2010, 2012, which is, I got there in the fall of 07. And it just, it just shifted to the point now where like an average one bedroom is 1800 houses are 400,000. Yeah. I was working a a full-time job trying to negotiate for a raise and started a side business. And my wife had three jobs total and we were living in a 600 square foot apartment Yeah, and like scraping by. It's just crazy. And not like getting to enjoy some of the <laughs> no, things. No, no. All the brunch places, there's now two hour lines. Yeah. The night market, there's totally. two hour lines. The bike ride, the naked bike ride is now in the evening instead of midnight downtown. And they have a corporate sponsor. Yeah. Totally. Like, Weird. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah no, it takes away from the... It takes away from a lot of that. So I'm but, not moving to Missoula to bring Portland. <laughs> no, don't worry about that. I'm so glad that pretty soon the only cheese dicks that are going to move here want to work in, I don't know, some tech business or go to yeah. business school here. Yeah. And that's going to suck. Sorry, yeah. I know some of you are nice. <laughs> some of you are fine. I know. Like, like, say, the girl who lives in this house. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who went to business school and now works a tech job. Who we constantly, I am constantly looking at across the dinner table saying, what? What happened at work? What did you do? It's crazy. <laughs> We're such it dicks. sounds crazy. I know. We're such dicks. It's good. <laughs> it's really good. She enjoys it. You need people on the inside. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I need somebody with responsibility. <laughs> I need somebody who will hold me accountable totally. occasionally. Yeah. Amen. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But goddamn, if you think about it, Portland... I mean, we could. I could talk all day. We about mean Portland, <laughs> Portland, the Mormon Rumspringa. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because that's it's the nearest. Is... It's the nearest spot, right? Oh my God, it is. It's the nearest. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a couple blocks head, in Boise yeah, that are or, wild. Or, <laughs> just go head west. Just head west. You do. Yeah. You just get on. You get on the interstate. Yes. You do not get off. Totally. Yeah. It ends in and Portland, and then everything <laughs> that that the Mormon Church like prohibits, uh-huh. Portland celebrates and does like. Whether it's coffee or beer or strip clubs, mm-hmm. like to the extreme. here are the best yeah. versions of all yeah. these things. It's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, oh totally my god! Is. It's Mormon Bizarro World. It, totally it is. is. <gasps> oh, <laughs> somebody please write this comic book. I want to see this comic book. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the comic book of, of like the the white shirt, black tie. What are we doing? Because so missionaries go to. Portland. Oh, I saw them in Portland. They came to my house actually oh, when I lived in North Portland assignment. one time. Yeah, yeah right. Rough. Yeah, come on in. Yeah, come on in. <laughs> come on in. You want a cup of coffee? Oh. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I met so many Mormons outside of Utah who I liked so much better. Because there's something really toxic about being in a place where everyone is drinking the same Kool-Aid. And, like, yeah. same thing with Portland, though. Like, even, like, Bizarro World, it was, like, if you didn't fit into the Bizarro World mold of, like, you're cool, you have tattoos, you drink coffee, you drink beer, you, like, have a creative job, like, then all of a sudden you're not in the in crowd. Yeah. So, like, I, I kind of... The thing that I loved when we were looking at moving, when I was looking at Montana, was there was this attitude of kind of more live and let live, like politically, culturally. Totally. And I was like, God, I want that. I'm so tired of like, do you fit? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm like, I don't, I, mm, no, I will never fit. I'm like weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, not in a like fun, cool, keep this little weird way. Like, I'm just weird. I grew up Mormon, for God's sake. Like, I can't get that out of my blood. Uh-huh. It's just, I'm always going to be a little bit homeschooled, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it, right? Yeah. I'm just awkward. So, But I, also, it gave you the skills to start your 
Right. <laughs> right. Which is funny. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh-huh. It gave me public speaking skills. Yeah. It, like, Mormonism gave me... A, I've come back around, like, after swinging real hard the other direction. Like, I have a little more appreciation for it and tolerance for it. Do you feel... This is a weird one. Do you sure. feel like it, it gave you, like, discipline? Like, do you Probably. feel like you can just, like, see things through a little bit better? Than... Oh, my family's so hardworking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's definitely a Mormon work ethic that I inherited. Well, also, I mean, just all the shit you're not allowed to do. Yeah. It seems like. Well, and it's, it's bad, though, because I'm really good at not listening to myself and my feelings and what I need, because I'm so good at suppressing yeah. things. But <laughs> all the fights my wife and I get in are usually because I've suppressed something for so long and oh. then explode. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, so you could have just talked to me about it before it was a problem. <laughs> oh, we don't know anything about that here. <laughs> <laughs> We've never talked about that on the podcast. <laughs> Which episode is that? I'll listen to <laughs> every episode. Oh, every episode. Every episode between the two of us begins with some moment of us being like, "So I fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up at home, yeah. and it's my fault." And I'm admitting it here on the radio <laughs> to make that person say, uh, this is me saying I'm sorry, because that's what it took. But if yeah. you ever feel like you're bottling oh, things up, we did start this podcast because really? of therapy. Yeah, this is therapy. Oh, it I like was that. very therapy. consciously. Yeah. So if you ever mm-hmm. are feeling that way, come on over. <laughs> come on over. <laughs> we'd love to let you get it off your chest. And and no one will hear it. <laughs> no, not true. Not true. Apparently the numbers are showing that people are listening to us talk about our feelings. Crazy. I love it. No, but that suppression thing, yeah. the religious suppression thing, that will that'll never die. No, it doesn't. It's real deep. My therapist was a um ex-scientologist and she specialized shit. oh damn in cult recovery shit. right yeah i okay. was like oh you you were even worse than i was portland also must be do. a fucking mecca for people in cult recovery oh yeah yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, i met so many ex all religions in portland no shit and it was it was like like weird thing of people came there yeah Yeah. to like be free oh there's a portlandia episode in this somewhere oh there's like a season of it um it wasn't (laughs) oh my underwear saved me maybe is the script right um (laughs) you mentioned the other day that people in portland so so portland changed in the time you were there yeah yeah and it continues and it got more expensive in part um You mentioned the other day that some people are offended by, or somebody did, (laughs) some people are offended by Portland, or Portlandia. Oh, yeah. Well, some people, it's... In Portland? When it strikes too close to home. Oh, yeah. It's a little culty. That's that's like astonishing to me. Like, this city is weirdly culty in its own way, too, of like, oh, you can't criticize. It's the coolest. It's wonderful. You love it here. Everyone loves it here. Yeah. I'm like, okay, whoa. Been in a cult. Left. Don't need another one. (laughs) It is the complete opposite. Yeah, it is. It's really interesting. Where <sighs> it's so uncult like that it's a cult. Oh, well, Carly, Carly likes to <laughs> say bad Portland. <laughs> Carly likes to say Portland, where everyone is different in exactly the same way. Yes. Oh, sure. And yeah. I feel like maybe that's a little bit. Oh, absolutely. I told uh, you. We, I've said it on the podcast before, and I get. I and it's and it's more to do with me than it is Portland, um, because when I decide that something's like. Fuck, there's something fucked up about something like I just go all in <laughs> psychically on that god you and uh, Ashley so uh, Portland like I get out of the car in Portland I feel like my chest gets tight yeah and I just like don't feel comfortable and like mm-hmm. my shirt feels weird and I just mm-hmm. the whole thing is hard for me it really is oh. which sucks because it's so beautiful 
I mean, some of the coolest city parks I've ever been in are in Portland. Oh, the Gorge. It was yeah, my church Gorge. for I mean, a while. Eagle Creek is the fucking coolest yes. day hike I have ever done. Until it got lit on fire. Is it all burnt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the yeah. kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I love that the judge fined him like $30 million. I know. <laughs> Did you hear this story? Yeah. Garnish awesome. 10%. Garnish 10% until he dies. Uh, is that what it is? I mean, that's usually the way those work. Wow. Yeah. That's the way the, the, did you see the gender reveal uh, video? The guy oh, set fuck. up the thermite. What is this shit? And it's what is... all of our, he, he got, he's garnished for two, two million or so. Is he really? Oh, good. Yeah. I'm so sick of gender reveal parties. What the hell is that? Did that start in Portland? <laughs> that sounds like Sorry. a Portland start thing. in Utah. Yeah, actually, you're that's right. That's a Utah thing. You're right. It is pretty redneck. And to pe- like have to have a thing. Just the idea that like you have well, A you have to party about it and B it's like gender. Oh, what kind of genitalia do you yeah. have when you're born? We're gonna tell yeah. the world like totally. Whoa, yeah. dude. We're gonna cut <laughs> open a cake that's pink on the inside. I think the thing that I You people are gross. <laughs> the thing I hate about it's oh, that's really gross. Oh. Uh, the thing that's well, like the I mean, that's, well, Steel Magnolias. I yeah, know that's all it is to me is like an instant like pink. Really? I still have that feeling of that color being that associated. Yeah. Pink? Really? <laughs> still? Come on. Can, Especially can when it's like this anymore? the only thing this this human being is guaranteed to not like when they're a grown up is that color. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That color so doesn't why last pick too a different long. one. <laughs> I always have this daydream of like a really religious person going into a sex store because you know how they have like penis shaped pasta and like yeah, and like course. getting all the like weird dick stuff yeah. at a sex store yeah. and using that for their gender reveal party. Oh yeah. Oh. That's good. That's a good hilarious. way to do it. That's the way that seems like an obvious way to do it. Right? Because what are, what are we celebrating really? Yeah, what are, yeah, what are like we celebrating? Like a boob cake? Yeah. You know? oh, Titties. Man. Oh, Titties. Yeah. oh yeah. Titty go, straight to, go straight to just super adult yeah, head themes. Totally. Yeah. Right. I like it. Pop open the cake bag, the cake box. Ah, uh, I guess we're having a girl. Yeah, <laughs> what a what an interesting is that a rose? <laughs> is that some sort of tulip? Rose. I know, I know, but it's not that far from that. No, oh, no. Right. I mean it's weird. The thing that I think annoys me about it more, <laughs> the thing I that I immediately get hung up on <laughs> is just the, the like. Why do you think I care? Oh, I know. Oh, that too. I mean, I'm stoked you're having a kid. Right. Yeah, but don't Facebook if you it. think that I care, what? gender it is you are yeah. sadly mistaken yeah i just want to know what weird thing you're gonna name it yeah have totally. a name reveal party <laughs> have a name reveal party oh, but that's you... just a text message it really... <laughs> oh by the way we're naming it oscar great no uh have the name reveal party why, why can't we pick names for friends why can't we draw mm. from a hat oh i love that give give you give your friends a chance to name your the kid. community names. because i feel like if they're your friends they'll probably pick normal names jason they, remember they, when mcmackin transformer mcmackin was gonna name <laughs> bumblebee uh uh wells our friend was gonna name his kid ambush for a while there <laughs> I think what? was was gonna be Wells' name. That's, I, I believe that was on the docket. That's amazing. I'll confirm that. Well, let's say it's something it's like it's a good name. Ambush. Oh yeah, ambush. It's beautiful. Am <laughs> bush. Sorry, ambush. Do you guys have? Do you guys That's fantasize so about baby names? Oh, I no. oh I look them up because I have character names and stories that I'm writing. Oh, so yeah. I'm always on the lookout for names and like I'm fascinated by the way that we associate names with people. Like, if you knew, like, a, a 
jerk in elementary school oh, yeah. who was named Ethan. So yeah, true. I hate that name no, it's forever. Self prophecy. The the name Steve is always my example for mm, that. Yeah, Steve's. But like, who looks at a baby and thinks Steve? Uh, I think I think Steven. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. But when I see somebody named Steve, uh, immediately I, I don't think it's good or bad, but it's Steve. Mm-hmm. My ulcer's named Steve. <laughs> because, Your ulcer's named yeah, Steve? Because I care about him. I need to take care of him. But <laughs> Steve, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Rude, Steve. No, well, self-prophecy is totally interesting. I, I talk about that for years. Yeah. What well, are your some for you? Uh, Are they all biblical names? I've always hated Heidi's. Actually, I don't like. I don't tend to like Melissa's. You've hated Heidi's. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, that let's let's dive in on that one. High <laughs> <laughs> <my> school. <laughs> Wait, why do you hate Heidi's? Who is that? My high school arch nemesis, who went to U of M, ironically. Oh really? Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think my connotation of Heidi mm-hmm. is like, kind of. Uh, Kind of a little outdoorsy. Mm-hmm. She like does the the tightrope walking in the oval at the university. You know what's that oh. called? Slacklining. Slacklining. She slacklines. Heidi's and... really good at slacklining. Oh, totally. And she rock climbs. I don't even know if she rock climbs. Well, obviously, because that's why she's yeah. slacklining is keeping um, strength. And up. she just started dating a whitewater kayaking guide, so uh, she's getting into that. My Heidi is much more basic. Okay, that's yeah. more when I think of Heidi. Mm. That's not what I think of when I think of Heidi. Who do you who, who comes up? I think you? of a literal Heidi Clum. that I know that's really nice and really cool. Oh, see. Yeah. Or no, Heidi I just Clum. no, I just threw you guys under the bus. That is not true at all. I don't really <laughs> <laughs> do I know anyone? I, I, mean, I have to know somebody named Heidi. Probably. There's Heidi Miley. We all know Who's Heidi that? Miley. Is she still around? I think. So. I don't know. I don't. I haven't really. That's a good name. Been hooked Heidi up Miley. to TV. She was a local uh, celebrity. Okay. She had the news yeah. here Anchor. for a long time. Yeah, nice. I think she's still. I think she got moved to the morning show. Oh. <laughs> bum bum bum. <laughs> what's the what's the corporation that owns KCI? NBC. No, but the you know they're all own they're all GE? part of the. No, not that owns NBC, <laughs> but remember they're all part of the they're a part of one of those Lee Enterprise type things. Oh, the the terrible where they made them all read shit. They about all read Trump. the same exact what thing. What the fuck was that? Yeah, it's really bad. Morris. So, uh, yeah, some yikes. Like but yeah, there's yeah, yeah I know. Missoula's Yeah, also you live in Montana now. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Missoula's so strangely connected with <laughs> Missoula gets strangely in, infiltrated by these it's the small market news and small market papers that get infiltrated. Huh. Oh yeah. And plucked. And huh. now we don't have anything. Our independent rag. We have the Missoula current yeah. though. We have the current That's it's a working. thing. And there's going to be another thing someday. Yeah. So how do you like Missoula so far? I love it. I know yeah? I moved here in like bad weather season, but I've missed the sun. I've missed the cold. I miss the snow. I miss the mountains. Awesome. Like Awesome. Yeah. Are you an outdoor recreationist? Um, I was a big surfer in Oregon. Which, which you awesome. can surf here. I know. I saw people doing that this it's summer when we were visiting. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I want to try it. They have been talking for so long. About mm-hmm. the rest of this fucking water park that is going to oh, happen at some point. Yeah. Okay. So cool. I don't know when. I think it still is going to happen. I think eventually. it's still happening. Yeah. And they're yeah. supposed to do one out there too, right? East Missoula somewhere. Yeah, Blackfoot. Near the near the Conflux. confluence. Hmm. Conflux. The confluence. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was explaining to somebody what conflux meant because I went and looked it up. It's a sweet bro- brewery. <laughs> it's a sweet brewery. Sweet brewery in Missoula. Brewery. High five. We have oh ten God. breweries. In um, so uh, we have t- we have eleven. No. Uh, the tap room in uh, Bonner. Or, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, the uh, watch so, out. What we're uh, complex. I was explaining that word to somebody, and they said, "Oh, now I can't go to that brewery." I said, "Whoa, why?" Was, they what? don't like river people. Oh, oh. my god! <laughs> That's why I was like, "Well, this is a hard town to be in if you don't like river." Yeah, rats, totally. Man. Yeah, it's, there's a river in the middle. <laughs> there's a river right yeah. there. Like, if you there's do, one over there, and there's one right here. If you know, and it's all everybody does. If here. you go to no businesses that in some way pander to river people culture, oh yeah. you're not going no. nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I don't leave the house very often. <laughs> Ugh, fly fishing. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you like it so far. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. There's a coffee shop, there's a bookstore, there's, I mean, multiple of all of these things. Because you live in the university. Yeah. Oh, so Butter, is Butterfly where you go? Uh, what is it called now? I don't, wait, 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 is that the one? I think that's the one that's like two blocks from our house. It's I've been the one there a couple that's, times. it's, it's uh, one block over from Arthur. Does it have um, the bookstore right next yes. to it, the Audrones? Yes. Yeah, yeah. we've been sure. there. Is that a yeah. bookstore again? Uh, I don't know. She just had books and journals there when we were there. Yeah. But it was closed. Like something we were in there. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be a bookstore. I never go I never go to that specific block anymore. But I used, used to, to go all to the place. time. Literally, yeah. <laughs> they used to yeah. Be this yeah, for me. They yeah. used to have this, I used to live near there. This yeah. Something. yeah. Turkey and pesto sandwich there. It was just mm. tasted like turkey and pesto in all the right <laughs> ways. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, what did I just read? Montana has the most independent booksellers. Per capita. Yeah. Well, it supposedly has the most writers, too, which I believe is that. interesting. Yeah. Cheap. Cheap and... Uh, Space and... Yeah. And a lot of time to write. Yeah. More content is being generated for free. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. A lot of spec uh, work goes uh, on here. Fuck it. <laughs> well, I, I am looking forward to getting more involved with the literary community here, because I was very involved in Portland and worked at a literary oh, awesome. nonprofit for eight years there um, and had so much fun. Like, yeah. We ran the book festival. We ran the Writers in the Schools program. The book awards program, um, all kinds of fun stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I think you definitely can plug into that kind of community here. Yeah. You said you got your master's in... Book publishing. What yeah. does that mean? Mm, it means a very expensive, kind of useless degree unless you want to move to New York. But it's... <laughs> it's so it's like the business end of... Yeah, yeah. There's like editorial and managing and design and um, oh, publicity marketing and what did you that. study i did editorial and awesome. project management oh this so, town is gonna yeah. put oh you to work. man yeah, <laughs> yeah sign That's her all. up yeah i know <laughs> and don't email us for that information <laughs> find her i don't want to answer a bunch of emails about Buy a swimsuit and i'll editorial. work with you <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, see yeah, uh no there's great we just had a uh, great author crystal trey on last week and mm. we're gonna have melissa stephenson stevenson on this coming week i'll give you melissa can awesome. i give her melissa's book after i'm done <sighs> Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's weird that you were recording this and it's in front of Mel. That's yeah, my book. I will also go buy one. Hey, Jamie, we don't, we, we you know, we should support I Melissa. Offered. Okay. <laughs> I literally have a line item in my budget that is for books. Uh, really? I just, <laughs> yes. I just oh, finished her book so and nice. Jamie's reading it right now. Melissa Stevenson Driven is one of the it's really great books I've ever read. Okay, cool. It's yeah. really great. Awesome. And she's awesome. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, our community and writers is huge, and it's cool. so awesome. And everybody's like clawing their way. Yeah, as one really must do. Yeah, I know. I'm not a writer. I don't want to be one. It sucks. <laughs> it does. It totally sucks. It mostly makes you feel bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I already do. I think if you enjoy writing, you're a total psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, the masochism of writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. 
Okay, so swimsuits. I think they're the greatest thing ever. I just, I did, I spent, I spent, I scrolled your entire Instagram page because I was like, oh man, these are like, I, I'm gonna, now I have to get one of these. Yeah. Because I'm, oh, you told, because oh. I'm the, I'm the jackass in Hawaii with a Speedo. Oh with my a family God, yes. that hates Speedos. Yes. Bridget's family. Do you wear a Speedo? Yeah. Well, oh it's God. a, it's not it's a amazing. true Speedo. It's a, a little, it's a, got a little leg. It's more boy short. Yeah. Booty shorts. And, uh, yes. and everybody, and my, my thing is, is, well, it doesn't come off. And I'm yeah. rowdy in the water. Yeah. And uh, what do you what do you do when you get rowdy in the water? <laughs> oh, sorry, rowdy, aggressive. I'm an aggressive ocean swimmer. <laughs> and also, when you're doggy paddling, just imagining you like not moving, fucking flailing around in like there's, two feet of water. There's, there's an element of fear. I didn't grow up around an ocean, so there's a. I'm just imagining you like punching waves. There's a, there's a strong like. Oh, oh, like when the wave's coming, oh, I don't oh like yeah. this. And all of a sudden you're upside down mm-hmm. and yeah. like is Waves are scary head. as fuck. Don't yeah. So that's part of the reason. The other part of the reason is it's hilarious to me because <laughs> everyone in Hawaii is board shorts and yeah. everything. And they look at me. They're also highly Irish, uh, Northern European uh, complexion. And, mm-hmm. Pasty, and and the sunscreen flows like <laughs> wine. Yeah, yeah. like they are they are bottle a day family. Oh my, just constantly really? slathering, and I don't wear any, and I wear a speedo. <laughs> bottle a day family. Oh, they are. They have, and it'll be different types too. You got the roll, the face bar. Oh my god. The spray and lotion mm-hmm. and and Trevor, are you gonna put some on today? No. I'm okay. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I should, but I, I always wear. I always wear. Yeah. Uh, sun shirts and shit. But I could see you wearing like just I, I have to have. but not a shirt. Do you ever do that? <laughs> oh, I have them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're right out. Yeah, I got. I, <laughs> see. Well, it's for. I know him really well. Biking and hiking. <laughs> okay. I even have the one that half covers the hand. And why? Like, why, why don't want to wear sunscreen? Why not wear like a? Why not just wear a long sleeve shirt? Oh, sometimes long sleeve shirts such as normal cotton do not provide you any sort of mm. uh, UV protection. I've That's got true. follow-up comments to that, but I'm not going to go uh, <laughs> And uh, <laughs> anyway, I love, uh, I say the word obnoxious lovingly, I love obnoxious uh, outfits and swimwear. Oh, yeah. And yeah. this is instantly what I need. These will get you looks. Because this is like, and I'm all about Instagram posts. I'm all about the love on Instagram and that swimsuit. Are they pretty will dominate Instagram. Yeah, are they pretty I mean, comfortable? I think they are. Have you gotten any reports from men about how the junk situation is? Like, do uh, they? It's really stretchy. They're not like pocketed for junk. Yeah. Um, it's it's tricky because it's like there's no chest support for ladies. There's no um, like jock support. Because these very are like basic and kind of authentic. Authentic, I would imagine. Like, it's yeah, kind of what they were like. I bet. Yeah, yeah, actually, very much so, yeah. but not wool. Yeah. Um, but they're double. Oh, because they were wool. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it stays no. warm even though it's wet. Mega <laughs> Filson is going is gonna to get into this market. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him back with the belt. Oh my god. <laughs> and they get wet and you sink. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> it's so heavy. <laughs> That's why they were. That's, that's why, why they're America's used to greatest generation. They were so strong. <laughs> so strong. That's so funny. <laughs> Pulling themselves from the bottom of the pool every day. Because oh <laughs> um, where I was going with that is, I also look at that outfit and I'm like, oh, I could rock some like weeding in that outfit. Yeah, I mean, you can you can also like size up if you want it to be a little looser. Yeah. Um, but they're fully lined in the front. Um, and there, there can't be a crotch 
pocket because no. that would look so yeah. fucking weird. Some dudes wear speedos underneath them yeah. if they want like a little more support. support. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like some ladies will wear like a really simple bikini top underneath if uh-huh. they need like some lift. I yeah. just I can't engineering that kind of stuff into these swimsuits would make them mind blowingly expensive. Right. So. Well, it also defeats the purpose. Like it, yeah. it doesn't look like uh, it doesn't. It's not the same thing. Right. If yeah. you just want to wear a swimsuit, you can wear a swimsuit. Uh, right. Then there are like tons of really fantastic swimsuits of those styles out there. Like every time somebody asks me for a two piece, I just want to stab myself in the eye. I'm like, did you look? Did you go to the website? <laughs> That's what I asked. But, like, did you look at it? Wait, how often do people ask you? Like once a month, someone would wow, be like, really? "You should make a two piece," and I'm like, "Oh, I haven't you thought look of that." Google, like, <laughs> why would I do that? Did you? So that's crazy. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I wish you would have had a booth at the Maid Fair, and I would have hung out. <laughs> oh yeah, that was. This is why I can't have a booth. I have no poker face. Oh, can I try these on? Sure. It's a swimsuit. Uh. This is a booth. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Jamie and Travis gawking faces. Oh my god, oh my small god, business. Doing oh my god, small it. business. I love it. <laughs> no, I'm in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start shopping this evening. Yeah, they so actually seem like a super great gift. And it's really important to you that it seems like to keep them uh, relatively affordable. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard to keep yeah. them under 100. Yeah. Um, realistically, they should be about 160 to 180. Yeah. Um, with because they cost me about 45 dollars to make, and I'm very upfront. I like list out all the prices on the website. If you scroll down, there's like this is how much I pay for sewing. This is how much I pay for material. Oh no which shit! Is, like I try to be very transparent That's cool. so that people know I'm not like just making a killing because I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Oh, I'm, it's going to be the best when I'm on the guided scoot, uh, the guided snorkeling trip. So <laughs> 14 people on the boat, and I pop my shirt and shorts off, and that's what's and that's there. what you're wearing. And I'm so and a I'm comfortable. Yeah, I'm not burning my back. Oh yeah, these are UPF fifty, I think. Oh. Um, yeah. Do they go? Do you have any that front a man? Would expose my nips. No, I don't. Oh. Is that a style? It is. The old ones like had little skinny straps that came down further. Yeah, like, or is that like the the guy at the carnival with the yeah? That's more. Hair. Yeah, that's more. Of the, that's more wrestling. Of the LA wrestling. Oh, yeah. wrestling. Yeah, they're not. It's not a uni. Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although uh, I'm mixing images I'm, in my yeah. head. Right now. No, it's like the LA workout guy with the skinny tank. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Why are you, what do you do? Is it because it says no shirt and you can't, like, that's your shirt? Yeah, totally. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not a shirt. What? That is so fucking funny. Is that what is that is, uh, that you have to wear a I shirt? Think that's, I think that's the deal. Yeah, no shirt. You have to wear a, a shirt at the gym, and I think that's how that style is developed. That's hot. <laughs> so weird. I love it. So weird. Love or it. or a, a sleeveless shirt that's so sleeveless that you can see the opposing nipple if you're yeah. on the side of them. Yeah. Oh, that's not a shirt. Yeah. That's a that's a cape. That's a bib. That's <laughs> the nipple framer. Um, okay, Mel. Wow. Before we go, <laughs> I want to talk to you about. Uh, I think I would imagine if I moved from Portland to Missoula, for me personally, one of the harder things would be adjusting to my new food options. Mm. I mean, kind of yes and no. Talk to me about your food experience in Missoula. So uh, I love this. We do. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here 12 days. So, <laughs> and what was so you've the... eaten out 24 times. <laughs> I want to know about all 24 of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Have you had any good meals? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've gone to a few breweries, um, which I, of course, am like dropping all the names of the minute you ask me. Um, Describe them. We'll dominate. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's got kind of a iron, uh, like, relict look with a lot of wood. Oh, yeah. That's all of that. <laughs> <laughs> wood. Lots of wood. Uh, there were some animals with antlers. Yeah, there. Warm lighting. Yeah, chalkboard. There were fucking kids everywhere. Cement floor. Oh, God. Luckily, there have not been that many children. Or maybe nice. I'm just a is that a, it. Is that a Portland thing also? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. And dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Oregon dog thing. Do you is feel really like? Intense. Do you feel like for how woke and everything Portland is, they're doing a little too much breeding there? Do you, is that ever concerned to you? <laughs> it's okay to have strong takes. <laughs> <laughs> strong that's, a solid, that's a solid leading question. Yeah, <laughs> she immediately got that Harvey Danger. I'm not saying I feel head. that way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I just don't want kids, and that is weird everywhere. Okay. Um, okay, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. That's a fine. lot of a lot of my friends were just having like one kid, but even then, it like took over their lives so hard and was so intense. Yeah, it's crazy. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Someday we'll have a mom on the show and talk about that. Whew. Oh yeah. We've, have we never? No, we have. <laughs> Who? I assume Amy McQuilkin, Gwen Florio. Nice, nice. <clears throat> it's two. Yeah, I heard a mention of a kid who thinks that you're a rock star. Who's kid think? Oh, um, uh, Shell. See, I totally, oh, yes. totally oh, listen. I told you I listened. Shell is so awesome. Shell's, oh, <laughs> Shell also could probably punch you in some writing. Okay. I mean, yeah. grant writing. So. Technical writing. Technical yeah. writing. I'm, I'm dorking out and trying to meal plan while I'm here, actually. Because we've got, Ashley doesn't eat chicken. I don't eat pork. Uh, except bacon. Bacon doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really pork. <laughs> I'm very, very Jewish about my pork. Um... <laughs> And we just like uh, we tend to like skew on the healthy side, yeah. so like lots of like bowls with quinoa and yes. shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kale. And I think quinoa is the best thing in the world. Yeah. It's so good. Well, I'm I'm not working right now technically. I mean, I'm doing beefcake. So that you is... can't be like, oh, just just go out. Right, right. So she comes home and she's like, wifey, where's dinner? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I gotta get a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. Well, Mel, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, my uh, pleasure. Beefcake swimwear. Do some Christmas shopping. <laughs> so awesome. Uh, on their website, they're great. I'm gonna get one. Um, and when you need to just you know get some shit out of your brain, yeah, come talk to us. Absolutely. And we'll record it. We'll put it on the internet. <laughs> yeah, anytime. Actually, here's what you do. Anytime you have a question, what is the deal with this? Insert oh. here, Missoula. Oh, yeah. We will answer it on. on I air. love that. Do you feel like you get the roundabouts? Oh yeah, but I lived in Belgium. Yeah. Like I lived oh. in Germany. Or in Portland has gigantic so. roundabouts Does too. It? Well, yeah, but they're stupid. They put stop signs on their roundabouts. Oh, the ones on oh. the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Those I'm like, work. what? No. Like, if we all come to a full stop, no. Oh, there's and there's roundabouts on the on the northeast side that have stoplights going into them. Oh yeah. That are yeah. really weird. It, that it, one's weird. Portland is like, we're gonna do things Portland European sucks. style and then fuck it up. Yeah. God damn it! Portland sucks. Seattle's right. awesome. <laughs> Good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mel. Thank you. This has been Jamie and Travis. Present. Present.